welcome to Shades and Coffee, the almost weekly look good, feel good podcast presented by me, Vivian Braidwood. My guest today is a talented singer-songwriter, a driven musician with a powerful voice. Her heartfelt lyrics are set to touch listeners across the globe as she brings a fresh new take on the soul and pop genres. Her new single, Born Again, is a title track from her forthcoming album and tells a story of new beginnings and feeling complete through love and romance. Released a month before the March 2020 lockdown, it was well-received globally, but has now taken on new significance as people all over the world adapt to the challenges and changing circumstances presented by this year's global pandemic. She quickly adapted and launched her Who Am I? Instagram TV series, as she felt compelled to put her voice and platform to the service of others to tell and share their stories, and also as a way of allowing her fan base to connect directly with her, without the glitz, without the glam, something few celebrities have dared to do, and something that has enabled an even wider audience, myself included, to come to love her for all she represents. Hope, compassion, humility, love, togetherness, beauty. Please welcome Renee Bird. Okay, so... Wow. It's so cliche. I know when you're a singer that you go, I'm from gospel, I'm from church, but that is my story. Um, My grandfather, I have to start from that period, he was one of the catalysts, the pioneers for the Pentecostal churches in the UK. Um, He had a beautiful church called White Lion Street in Islington. And that's where a lot of people that you might even see in the secular commercial world have visited at some point in their time from Misha Paris. Um, oh, wow. Everybody. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So he started the movement and alongside with my late grandma, Mother Frances. Um, so a lot of musicians that you see in the commercial world would have trained. My guitarist that I work with also was Michael, George Michael's guitarist. And the list goes on. And another guitarist I work with is done Lauren Hill. So you can imagine they were very young and they were grooming themselves to work and to train. So that was my granddad. And then my uncle, Bishop John Francis, he owns about four churches in the UK and has maybe a very global connection. And he took the mantle and um, he was a singer in the gospel world. He had a, a TV program called People Get Ready that was in the 80s. Um, my other uncle, Uncle Roy, Roy Francis, um, he was um, the director and producer for Songs of Praise, which you would know in the gospel world. And he then spearheaded the um, People Get Ready show, which is on Channel 4. Um, he also gave the first concert for Michelle Williams, who you see in Destiny's Child. So music is everywhere in my family. Seeing that as a child was overwhelming and then my father he was also signed to a major record label in the 80s so he had a band so he was touring all the time so my mum would like prop me up on front of the tv every other weekend because he was on on the tv where's daddy oh if you give me a minute he's going to come on and then I think one of the pivotal moments in my career was when I was very young and I, I used to go to a lot of the open air concerts so it would be like a version of a Glastonbury in the UK which would be held in one of the big parks and I'll be literally side stage sitting on a speaker and you'll see Sting and Sade performing. They'll be just there. And you can't imagine that euphoria, hearing people like roaring as they perform and clapping and singing the songs along. And I think very quickly I knew there was something in me that wanted to be an artist. Um, so what happens in the intermissions, they change over bands. 
And I thought, oh, this is my moment. This is my time. And I ran over and grabbed the mic and started serenading the crowd. And my dad <laughs> heard me in the back thinking, you are kidding me. I know that voice. And then the band who was setting up joined in and started playing. And I was serenading. I loved it. That was what about, I think, five or five or six. I was in a wow. little, very tiny. That was the moment. The atmosphere of all those people listening and enjoying. Yeah. So that was how I knew I wanted to do music. The moment that really changed everything, I was about 13 and I was with my dad in the studio and a session singer didn't turn up. And I was with my late uncle, who's actually passed away, um, Linton Beckles, who was part of a group called Central Line, which was a very well-known group in the 80s. But he um, said, OK, you think you can do better? And I was like, yeah, I can. But, you know, it's very shy. So I was like, oh, God, I can't do it in front of dad. You know, they were like, OK, if he can leave the room, would you do it? open my mouth and they were like you are kidding me like all this time we've been working with this person and she's just sitting there so I just blew them away my soprano and not I don't know can I get there now I can but it was serious <laughs> octaves wow. um, and my dad came in and he was like you are kidding me that's my girl what's powerful about music I look back when I was younger and you know I did various things did music over one of the hottest beat in the streets. I was being played by Funkmaster Flex in New York. It was all happening. But there's something very powerful about experiences creating songs. When I think about what I was singing about before, I always had a big voice. There's nothing more powerful than when you sing a song that you've either lived a little bit or somebody has affected you. Then you sing, then you write. And I would say a, a pivotal moment in my songwriting and my singing came through a major breakup um I was with someone for most of my life and you either make or break don't you You either sink or swim and I think that's the moment when Renee was really born really found who she was really took flight um so the songs that I've got on my forthcoming album and the material is real now it's actually it feels like it's connected it feels authentic and could I have done that at a younger age? I don't think so. It would be songs written for me, be how I look for me. But yeah. I now have found my, as I say, who I am, my moment, my um, the inner understanding of who you really are. It's quite powerful being a creative as you grow, because as you grow, that's where songs get more and more powerful and they resonate with others. If you look at all the artists that you could think of over generations, when you hear their stories, you're like, oh, that's why you sang like that. Or that's why that song just touched me beyond measure. Yeah. Because there's something powerful about the authenticity of that. The create, You know, I admire the artists that I see that have um, literally been before me. And you read their stories and you're like, oh, that's why Sam Cooke sang the song that he did. Or actually, that's why Nina Simone sung My Baby Don't Care. Because actually she was singing My Baby Didn't Care. You hear this saying about pressure makes diamond. I'm 100% sure of that. You're living and coasting along life and things are quite pretty. There's nothing to push you. There's nothing to edge you along or to make you feel uncomfortable to grow. If you think about it, for any species to evolve and grow, they need a challenge, don't they? There's something that's a challenge that then you are then motivated, inspired to grow, to evolve in order to overcome that challenge if you want to grow a muscle, it's the same thing. And I haven't, I can't think of a single story of anyone who has, you know, achieved success, whether it's being happy or success in business or whatever, where when you break it down, there were these instances, what you call pressure, challenges, adversity, 
And to me, to where I am now in my life, looking back, they are beautiful moments. When you're in them, they may look mm. really ugly. Yeah, they might be scary. And truth be told, I would have done a 180 and ran <laughs> away from those challenges if I, if I could. But looking back, I realized, wow, these are the most beautiful moments of my life because they enabled me to be who I am today and to do, you know, achieve the things that I achieved. With people like you, creatives, I feel like you guys are blessed, actually, blessed, mm -hmm. really blessed, because you have, which I think is what you're alluding to, this magical power. It is a magical power, because mm -hmm. throughout the history of time, creatives were you know, this bunch of people that they just sort of transcended everything and broke all the rules. You hear Pharaoh or some king or some emperor, whatever, if he fell in love with a music or a piece of art or a sculpture, the person who created that, whether you were a pauper, untouchable, different race or different tribe, it was irrelevant. It was suddenly just didn't matter. There's nothing else in this world that kind of transcends that, where the person suddenly sees your soul. They don't see the skin you're in or that you're male or female or your different nationality. It's incredible. So I think you're right that yeah. with, with that, yes, you have to make sure, you know, try to use that in a positive way because you have a, a lot more power than you realize. You do. No, it's, it's really powerful what you said. You know, the music that you create is so heavenly in some respects where it just touches a sense in you that you can't even understand or it takes you back. If you think of music, it can take you back to a point in time, just like that. Smells do it too, but music, normally you go, oh my God, I was just catapulted to 17 years old. That's what it does. So it conjures up memories and it brings up emotions that no thing can ever do. So you as an orator, a singer of creative music, you've really got an amazing power and you've got an amazing charge to get it right. I could be someone, I'm someone's breakup song now, or someone's makeup song. I could be someone they make a baby with, you know, who knows, you know, they rekindle a friendship. So can you imagine that's how powerful we are now as creatives? Because it's what we do and how we make someone feel. And similarly, mm -hmm. The Born Again, that song, I heard it for the first time, I think, at 1990. Think that's that, correct. That, so, yeah, so Billy Preston and Sirita were the originators of the song. It was a duet. So, you know, it's a cover. So I had an acoustic slow version of it I used to sing, which is very beautiful. But I thought, you know what? It is about being anew. So we need to speak this up and feel good. And we need to feel the energy of elevation and newness. It's very very strange. My name, Rene, means born again. Wow. I couldn't believe it. The song to me, it took me right back to that point in my life. I had quite a difficult childhood. School, yeah. if I was made of different stuff, we could be talking about suicide. You know, it was really that Oh, time. you're kidding me. That wow. was horrible. But luckily I had this home life that was amazing. There was a lot of love. And I just found a way to, I developed like a split life. I found a friend outside of school, someone who wasn't even in my neighborhood or anything like that. And she didn't know that I was a child compared to her. She yeah. was a woman, but she didn't know yeah. that. Through her eyes, I saw a different version of me to the version of me I was experiencing at school. Someone thought I was cool. Someone thought I was pretty. I was, I was you know, I, was, I had a friend. She was very kind to me. And when this song came on, the words, you know, come show me your kindness, comfort me through all this madness. I won't say too much because my parents might hear this when I was young. <laughs> <At this> point, <laughs> I'm hanging out with a much older person. 
And it was weird. I was just thinking of this friend of mine, this woman, and how she was just kind to me and how she made me feel kind of that despair that I had was gone. I felt like, wow, you know, life is good. And, you know, I can see myself in a more positive light. It's weird. It took me back there. And every time I tried to listen to it again, it took you and you got emotional. This song, this will be with me till I die. Wow. When I was recording this song, when we was in the studio, now a lot of people who are involved in it, there's a cousin of mine called Howard Francis that is a very prolific pianist. So sometimes when you're even creating something which is commercial, because there's a spiritual element to music, that's what it is. That moment, his opinion, his spirit, his experience is coming out. My brother's experience is coming out, as in their journey in life. My father was in the studio and mine. And sometimes it's like an explosion. And in that explosion of spirituality and music and song and this conundrum, I know what you mean. It's overwhelming to the point where you felt an overwhelming happiness like you are reminiscing, but it feels powerful. Yeah, And you're crying and you're thinking, well, I'm crying, but the tears is tears of happiness and joy as opposed to sadness. That song resonated with your soul. That's what happened. And I say this because it's happened to me and I sung it. When I first wow. watched the video, I just burst and broke down. And everyone's looking at me like, you know, it's a great video. Are you happy, Renee? Yeah, I just felt that overwhelming. We've done it. We completed it. It's beautiful. It's going to make people feel inside something and I'm, I'm, I have this thing about if I don't feel the love then they can't so I actually felt what it done to me to hear what you're saying it's done to you what did it mean to you when you were singing it it meant to me that there is hope there is light and there is a tomorrow that's what it meant to me a lot of people stand still and think that they're in this season, for example, a lot of people are going through a lot, but I believe everything's seasonal. And born again, the words, it's that every day is another opportunity to get better. Every day you can rebirth something. Every day you learn something new. So that's what it meant. So as you're going through the cycle of life, you're going to meet people that are kind, that are soft. You're going to meet people that just touch a part in your soul that you can't even imagine. But at the end of it, you are going to be renewed. And that's what it felt like. And I, and I yeah. hope that's what it sounded like. It yeah, felt like cool. there's another chance. And it's quite poignant in this season. I released it, obviously, just before COVID. But I'm like, somebody messaged me, one of the fanzines, and they said it felt like I can now still move on. Yes, we're in this season, but I'm so excited for when we come out of it, become born again, become renewed. People have sat down in this season and really contemplated who they are more than they yes. ever have because they've yes. had time. Sometimes it's difficult. It can cause a lot of, as you know, mental health issues because you can go in your head and actually you start reflecting in the wrong way. But some other people and lots of us have actually said, you know what, I'm doing this now. Nothing's stopping me. So there's a renewability that's happening this season. Yes. And it's powerful. Some people might say it's unfortunate timing because you're trying to release this and then lockdown happens. But the timing to me is perfect yeah. because all the people I've spoken to, whether publicly, privately or whatever, you know, their stories are completely different. But there is this essence of born again, even if their story is one of a relationship where they realised through lockdown that they're not right for each other. 
and they want to go their separate ways or you know yeah. it's it's just no, no, even when it's a really awful story there seems to be this sort of born again element everybody was running around including myself and I'm pretty sure yourself and were headless chickens running 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 not resting not taking looking after themselves just trying to move to the next whatever we had to do and then what happened it said be still and we was like what do you mean be still be still okay you can run around a bit in the house but you absolutely have got to be still do you know your child your husband your friend do you know do you know who you're with a lot of people didn't they had to relearn a relationship literally understand their child and literally be within their own space whether they liked it or not and it challenged remember that uncomfortable moment it challenged so many people I've always said a lot of families and I hope I don't offend anybody but if no one had any structure in their family oh dear it would have been a really hard moment because you need that in this season because otherwise you you know these women are working at home daddy's working at home the dog's barking they've got to cook <laughs> if there was no structure it would really add more pressure onto what they're doing so I think a lot of people started checking who they were and had to get either better or actually realize that as a family this is what really counts because even some of the men have got high power jobs and they've just been going into the office and to you know sending their child to bed on the phone now some men are going actually you know what I'm not doing that again I'm actually going to work from home more I've seen my child walk for the first time you know or whatever so I think as uncomfortable as it's been, it's been enlightening to a lot of people. A lot of people have learned who they are. Um, some people don't like themselves. And it's not easy to look within you because you've had so many distractions, TV and events and whatever else, tra- traveling Shopping. here and there. Shopping, <laughs> buying the outfit, putting the outfit back and all the things that we all do as humans. I say I hope people, when they come out, because we are going to come out of this. We really are. We just need to just follow a little bit more rules and be a bit stricter with ourselves. I hope that we will never be the same for the good. And I think the fear in us, because fear is the ones that hinder change. You know, I can speak from my own um, experiences. Sometimes you just put this fear in you, and that's all it is. It's not that you can't do it. Because I believe the coordinates for everything you want in life are there. Sometimes, obviously, certain situations or good circumstances or opportunities give you that opportunity to be, I don't know, the chairman of a company. And we put these limits on ourselves all the time. And I really hope in this season, people have a more of a limitless thought process. And that's why I say that is that even when people's businesses seemed like they were moving in a different direction, the resourcefulness and adaptability that people started showing was out of this world. They said, okay, fine. Okay. What do I do? I'm now forget about learning it. I'm going to be the web designer of my company because I've got to make it work. It's amazing when you put a little bit uncomfortableness in individuals, they shine. Because now it's do or die, isn't it? You now go yes. into survival mode. Yes. Yeah. The amount That's of people who have repurposed themselves and innovated and also love what they do as a result of that. So, so often, like you said, you, you just need that pressure to create that diamond. But the amount of people now, it's like, oh my goodness, I never would have done this had it not no. been for the fact that I, that I had to. I think it should inspire you to realize that nothing is impossible look how adaptable we are we're amazing no we are and that says everything we are so resourceful we are so adaptable and what's been beautiful in this season how much we love each other we've not 
realize that but when you have to find love and connect there's been a warmth that I don't ever want to go away people have been checking on each other praying for each other are you okay I'll go shopping for you that's the kind of world we want to live in now so it's crazy how crazy the circumstances but what's come of it is positive and I hope people hold on to that how have you filled that void of not been able to sort of perform and travel Oh, that's been tough. I'm not going to lie. It's like, it feels like you've got like reins on you, especially when you wasn't able to go into a studio. I've been luckily working with other artists, worked with a little new artist to look out for, um, a beautiful little princess called Ava Marie Safri. So we did something for ITV. So I was able to put my energy into something else. But sometimes as well, being honest, you can't sing. Sometimes I'm being honest with you. We look at a lot of singers. Some of them are singing and some of them are not because sometimes it's tough. Because you've got to give so much of yourself when you're maybe feeling not full, maybe spiritually right. you're not feeling full, but you find ways. So you, the whole idea is to engulf yourself around music and make sure you're still involved in whatever form and shape that is. So it could be you're in a radio interview. So that's another off spot. The Who Am I came because I didn't feel that there was elements of singing I was doing before that, but I didn't feel that was the way to share I, I don't know I just I feel God said to me no actually just take it away from yourself give it to others and continue to learn your craft and sing your songs but this is not what's needed in this season I just felt that and yes people were doing songs you know I you know stand by me and different things you would put out there which were well-known songs to make people feel good so I did a couple of those but I just felt actually no I think I just need to talk to people that to use my voice in a different way and let them see the realness because people don't know that. They just see the visual, the video, the singing. Have they ever had a chance to have a chat with me? No, they haven't. That was genius, actually. Now, in terms of the music, uh, the video release and everything. So I, I released, as I said, it came out on the 10th of February 2020 and then obviously lockdown. Um, and I must add, it got absolutely amazing traction. Loads, I mean, all around the world. They had bars open at the time, clubs open. I was watching all the radio stations and I was doing interviews and it was just like, whoa. Um, so the traction was phenomenal. So they loved it. And I was so grateful because all you want, yes, of course you want the success, but you want the acceptance and the respect for your art. So that's out now. That's on my website. It's on YouTube. It's on Vivo. And and I say this with humble, if you type in Renee Bird, you should see me, whatever my stories are and website, www.renebird.com. So it's on there. Um, And it's downloadable on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, you know, streaming is the big thing. So a lot of people stream. So it's there for the taking. It's there to hopefully heal your heart, especially at this moment in time. And just I hope that whatever you hear in this song, it enables you to realize there's an, there's a better day coming, and there's a you, you have a choice to be better every day. Yes. You gotta don't give up or give in for anything. You go for it, you know. So yes, yes, no, yeah. it's beautiful. So yeah. every day is a new day to discover, to learn, and to grow. That's kind of my mantra at the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen, amen. Look, keep doing what you do. I mean, the world. I'm one of those people. I believe there are angels everywhere. I, I really, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so blessed. I come across amazing people that are inspiring. And with what you're doing, with your music, you know, Thank with the you. platform that you create for other people to connect and share their stories. I love it. Thanks. For this particular moment that we're in, it's exactly what's needed. So, you know, God Thank bless you. you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you too. And thank you so much for having me. And thank you for everyone listening, you know. I wish you all the best and I hope you find happiness and love and light in what you do. God oh. bless you. You've been listening to me, Vivian Braidwood. Ask me any lifestyle related question or let me know which topic you'd like me to cover during our essential coffee break. 
tag me and use the hashtag Shades and Coffee with Vivian on Twitter or Instagram. If you like this podcast, hit subscribe and please rate us. Shades and Coffee. Look good, feel good. <laughs>